Well, hey everybody, welcome back to So You Want to Be in Ministry, and I'm Tim. I want to thank you, those of you that have already checked out episode one, and just the welcome. Uh, I, I learned a lot in trying to even start there and do that whole uh, episode. Uh, this episode, I really want to take some time to tell you who I am. Uh, I'm guessing a number of you that are coming here have no idea who I am and uh, why I'm doing this, and then some of the other details uh, of what I'm trying to do through this or uh, when you can expect to see some of these things. Uh, that's what I'd like to deal with today. Uh, and then next episode, and I'm going to try to put a preview at the end of this uh, this specific episode. Next episode is going to be the man who mentored me. So uh, you get to hear from him. Uh, I'll say this next episode, but I was getting ready to walk away from ministry. I was on the verge of it, and God provided uh, Jim. And uh, so pay attention to next episode. You'll want to tune into that one. Uh, he's an incredible man. I want to uh, share some of his thoughts. But first, let's get into who am I? Uh, maybe you know me. Uh, you may be tuning in. We're still early. Maybe tuning in just because you are already friends with me or you already know me. And so that's what interested you. But I wanted to in introduce myself and, and let you get to know me a little bit. So I wrote them on uh, some cards here because uh, I'm not going to remember to say everything in the moment. And I want to make sure I, ca I, I caught uh, certain things to be able to to say to you. So first off, I'm a husband to Rachel. So um, we are celebrating this year, we will be celebrating our 18th wedding anniversary, which is pretty wild. We're getting into the 20s. We're approaching 20 years, which is uh, when you think back uh, the, over the years, that's pretty wild. That's happening. Uh, but it's really, I'm really excited that that's happening. I'm excited that I've had an incredible spouse walking through ministry with me. Uh, and so going to be 18 years this year. I, we have three children, uh, two daughters, and then a son. And uh, uh, our, two of our children are special needs. And I'm sure that'll come up in an episode because I, I know for me, uh, when, when I was walking through the special needs stuff, it really was like, can I stay in ministry? Can I, man, is this going to really affect it? Is this going to take too much of our time? I had to navigate some of those things. So I'm sure I've got some friends that are in ministry that are walking through similar things, and I'll probably try to bring them on to be able to talk through some of that because I'm sure we're not the only ones trying to process those things. Uh, so I want to share that with you. Uh, I accepted Christ in 1985. <laughs> so some of you may be listening and going, you've been a Christian longer than I've been alive. It's getting to that point in my life anymore. That's okay. I, I appreciate getting older and having more experience and getting to share that with uh, some younger people. And so, but I did, I accepted Christ in 1985. Uh, so I've been a Christian for, man, is it been, we're coming up on 40 years. Uh, it's like 38, 38 years. That's a long time. So hopefully my life reflects the maturity you should see from a 38 year old Christian. I hope that's true. Um, I went to, I did go to a Bible college for my undergrad. I was uh, in local church ministries with an emphasis in youth ministry. And then I did uh, some graduate work in leadership. And uh, I know both of those are pretty generic, but I kind of viewed them as a Swiss army knife. Um, I, I knew I, I still do have a lot of gifting to do a lot of different things. And even as I share a little bit of my work history, you'll hear a lot of different things happening uh, in my ministry positions. And I wanted, I wanted a wide scope. Uh, a lot of people will focus and, and I think that's awesome. Uh, for me, I, I went like Swiss Army Knife. I want to know a little bit of everything to be able to use it in a lot of different places. And God's used that in my life. Um, I've served as 
an assistant school administrator at a Christian school. Uh, I've been a youth pastor. I've been a family and discipleship associate pastor. And currently, I'm a campus pastor at a multi-site church. Uh, I've always been in the Midwest. Uh, so sometimes you may hear some of that Midwest flavor. Maybe you can even hear it in my voice. Uh, but I have friends from all over. And so I want to share some of what God's doing all around the country and globe. I'm, I haven't confirmed anybody around the globe yet, but I do want to have some friends around the globe uh, on and, and people that I know um, serving. I've been in full-time pastoral ministry for 17 years. So my wife and I had one year, we had our honeymoon year, and then we hit the ground running uh, serving in the church. It Lots of downs and ups, and I'm going to say it in that order because uh, I want you to hear it hasn't all been rosy. Um, sometimes I think when you when you do a podcast or, or write a book or something, it can come across like, uh, you know, if you just do these things, it'll all work out. And there were plenty of times where I'm like, this is it. It's not going to work out. We're done. And I, I had to navigate that and God provides some special people to navigate those things. So I hope uh, I hope I get to be one of those people, even if I never get to meet you. I hope I get to be one of those people for you that is just like, well, you know, I'm not the only one. Uh, there's other people that have navigated this and you learn some things from this podcast. Uh, some loves that I have. I love sprinkles on things. So it could be sprinkling Parmesan cheese on pizza. It could be sprinkling like the little sugar sprinkles on a cookie or a donut. Uh, you could probably see it even in the background over my shoulder there. I've got some like donut. Uh, so I have people, people in my uh, congregation <laughs> at my church. They buy me a lot of donut stuff because I like sprinkles. And so uh, that's their way of uh, being endearing and also probably jabbing their pastor a little bit, but that, I appreciate it. I like palm trees. Uh, so when it comes to vacation, I would love to go to palm tree places. Although my wife and I went to New England this last year and it was awesome. Uh, so, but I tend to be a palm tree guy. Love Ohio State. You can see that. Cleveland Browns, you can see that. Um, I love, um, actually my favorite sport though is soccer. Uh, is football. Uh, that is my favorite sport to watch. We just had the World Cup. Oh, I loved it. I would watch every second of every single match if I could. I just love football. So that's who I am. Maybe maybe you have some other questions. Feel free if, if, you, if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, feel free to write in the comments. I'll try to answer as much as I can. I want you to get to know me, and you definitely will over time. Let's get to the why. Why am I doing this? And I got to be honest. There was about... There's probably a good six months where I'm like, I don't know if I should do this. Maybe I shouldn't. Uh, I kind of walked through a time where um, <laughs> I was like, is it just me? Am I the one that's just, I, I'm just kind of making this up. And then I, I had this name, so you want to be in ministry. And I wasn't sure if I liked the name. I, I did all these things. And finally, I got to a point where I told one of my friends, I was like, I think I'm to the point where if I don't do this, I'm being disobedient to God. So I don't know exactly why I'm doing this other than God has put something on my heart and I'm just trying to be faithful in doing it. What he's put on my heart is that I've seen a number of young people uh, come into ministry and they're just, they're like blown away. They're like, whoa, this is church ministry. Like it kind of catches them off guard because it is unique and different. And, and like you can attend a church and not realize what's happening in the overall organization. And so, yeah, there's some weird things and, and crazy things that happen. Uh, it, it's different in how you navigate through leading a, a church or leading within a church. 
Um, and I see discouragement. I've, I've had a number of people that I graduated with uh, from Bible college that, that have walked away or just are, are done. I'm done with this or it really, it really sacrificed their families. And so they just were like, we can't, we can't keep sacrificing our families. And I get all of that. And so I wanted to try to do this. One big reason is to help younger people that are, or, or inexperienced people that are just like, okay, I think I'm going to do this understand what you're about to walk into. I want you to hear the stories. Like I want I want you to hear from, you know, pa- Joe Pat, you know, Joe Schmo pastor and just go this is this is what ministry looks like in just your average everyday church specifically in America, but then what does it look like to even go around the world? Uh, I want to include some of that too. And so if you're uh if you're younger, I'm trying to help you pre- prevent you from from just getting blown up and walking away. Uh, the whole goal that I have, this is the ultimate why, is to get you to the finish line that God has for you. All right, I'm going to read you a couple verses here, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And there, yes, we need to keep our focus on Jesus. We need to lay aside sin, but we need to run the race that is set before us. And and not everybody's race is going to be a career in church ministry. You may it may be a season, maybe it's just a couple years. Uh, maybe it's just to get a church through a specific time. And so whatever that finish line that God has for you in full-time vocational ministry, or I, I, I say full-time, you might be a bivocational pastor, you might be part-time. So whatever it is where you are, you are earning some sort of income from the church, I want you to get to that finish line, whatever that finish line that God has for you, where you can walk away and go, I've finished my race. I finished that race. Uh, and so I want to have that for you. And then the other side of my why is older. I've got a lot of cool older men and women that have mentored me, that have given me some thoughts that, um, and I'm sure I'm going to meet some more along the way, that have just encouraged me to keep going. They have equipped me as I've been in the middle of it um, and, and educated me in that way. And I want to share some of them with you because they're on, on the verge of retirement. They are retired. They're on the verge of eternity. I, I want to capture that wisdom uh, before we can't talk about it anymore. I really do. And that may sound a little bit morbid, but I really am trying to do my best to capture all the things that I learned from them when we still can. So that is heavily my why. I want to get you to the finish line. That's why I put it in the logo. I want you to get to your finish line. So what are we trying to do? I've said, I said this in episode one, uh, the three focuses, educate those thinking about jumping into church ministry. Uh, so this wouldn't be like your normal volunteer ministry. I'm talking like pastoral leadership, uh, like getting paid, receiving a salary, those types of things. Um, I want to educate you. It, it It's different when you go from volunteer to actually getting paid. It's different. It's different for people in their mindset and what they expect from you. It's different in how uh, you interact within the church. It's in, it's different in, in what your day-to-day responsibilities become. Uh, it's just different. And so like, let's talk about some of those things. The second thing is to equip you if you're already in. So I may not have, like every episode may not hit you where you're like, you know, I feel totally equipped now. But I want to keep giving little, uh, little items of of information that can help continually equip you and cause you to think about uh, things differently. So one thing that we talk about in, on our church staff 
is that there's four walls in a room. Like typical room, there's four walls. And too often, we only see two walls. Like we're, we're standing in a corner and we keep seeing two walls and we keep trying to do something and we, we just keep seeing the same two walls. And we need some other people in our lives that can be like, you know, there's two other walls in this room, right? Like you could do those things. And so you get to see a full picture. And so I hope in my equipping, I'm helping you see some walls that maybe you haven't seen before. And, and honestly, as you comment back, you may be helping me see some walls that I haven't seen before. That's okay too. I want to learn. I want to be equipped by you because once again, the goal for me is to get you to the finish line, but I want to get there too. And so I welcome any help that I can get to get there. Uh, and then the third thing is to encourage you if you think you're uh, if you're thinking about jumping out of uh, ministry. Uh, it's hard. Like I I get it. It's hard. There are tough times. There are some churches that have done some horrific things to pastors. I get all of that. Uh, I understand all of that. Uh, but if you're not at the finish line that God has for you, maybe you are, but if you're not there, let's keep going. I, th I think you're going to find something if you just keep going. Uh, I want to read another verse to you, and it's Galatians 6, 9. <clears throat> it says, let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. And th there's two things there. Let us not lose heart. And then in doing good. And then there's, uh, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. So the lose heart and grow weary. And the idea there in, in the Greek is that uh, we, we become discouraged and so then we quit, right? So don't become discouraged to the point that you would quit. Uh, I have a favorite quote by John Gordon. I hope I'm getting it word perfect. I tried to list, I tried to look it up to get it word perfect here, but I, I couldn't find it. So I'm going to do my best. But I did get it from John Gordon. It said he said uh, something to the effect of, "I don't think people quit because it gets hard. I think people quit because they get discouraged. Like that's there's some power in those words. And I think that I think that scripture passage actually backs it up that you get discouraged and so you quit. Just Find encouragement. I hope that you find encouragement through what you hear on this podcast. It may not be overt all the time, but I hope you find a little nugget to just keep going that next week, uh, which brings me to the when. When are we releasing these? And I'm very intentional about this. I'm going to release them uh, the first and third Mondays of the month. The reason I'm doing it on Monday is because you just had a Sunday. And I, maybe you have your day off on Monday. Maybe it's not. Mine's not on Monday, but Maybe you have a day off on Monday and, and we have a lot of time to think and we're generally exhausted from that day. Maybe it's an emotional roller coaster. It could be that a lot of highs happen. It could be that a lot of lows happen. But either way, you're sitting there going like, do I want to do this another day? Do I want to do this another week? Like I've been asked before, hey, have you ever thought about quitting? Only on Mondays. <laughs> that's, that's my comment. And yeah, it's tongue in cheek. And it's, you know, there's definitely lined with humor. But it is also true. It can happen. And so I'm releasing these on Mondays, uh, first and third Mondays of the month, because I want you to find a little bit of encouragement to keep going on some of those Mondays that you may have. And then finally, where can you find uh, any any of this? Actually, I, I wanted to say this one other thing, the what. Um, so what I'm trying to do here is if you're hearing from me, if it's a podcast specifically for me, it's probably going to be 20 minutes or less. Like maybe a little bit will go over, but it's probably going to be 20 minutes or less. If I'm interviewing somebody, it's probably going to go over 40 minutes. I've, I've done a couple interviews already that have gone well over 40 minutes. So uh, if I'm interviewing somebody, probably going over 40, it's probably going to be a car ride. Like you're, you're, you're listening to it while you're 
going a long distance drive. And if it's uh, if it's just me, it may just be a walk around the block. I don't know. Uh, but that that is the one. And then where? Where can you find this? You can find it on YouTube. You can find it pretty much anywhere that you would normally listen to any other podcast. I'm trying to, to link all of it to the best of my ability. But you can find it all there. And if you would do me a huge favor, it really would help me if you uh, are on YouTube or any of those. If you would subscribe, if you would comment, if you would write a review, any of those things would help out get the get this out and feel free like you may you may have heard all of this and you're just like i don't i'm not i'm not trying to be in church ministry share it with somebody who is uh share it with a friend that's thinking about taking that church position or or like has asked you questions before like please feel free to share it with them i want to encourage those individuals and so uh as we get out of here in this episode thank you so much for checking us out i'm going to show uh, or I'm going to uh, have a preview of uh, Jim Grant. So listen in here, and and thank you so much for being here today. But but every move that I made wasn't a running from something, but running to something, which is completely different. And uh, I asked a very simple question, and this is probably the first question that needs to happen with every pastor or minister, to, regardless of the the position. Is if you cannot go anywhere then you can go nowhere. Mm. In other words, you have to be so open to wherever God wants to move you, you know, that you are willing and, and wanting to do it. And if you think about it, uh, when Philip was in, in a revival with his daughters and, and, the, and the Holy Spirit says, uh, go down to Gaza. And it's like, okay, you know, what's in Gaza, you know, and he, and he leaves a revival and goes down to, to Gaza and he finds the Ethiopian eunuch, you know, and then this is okay. I left a crowd to come to one. <laughs> and, and what we really miss, and, and even in the searching of looking at finding out, is this where I'm supposed to be? We have to realize that God does not work in isolation. He works on both sides of the equation, not only the pastor or the minister that's moving, but also the church that's going to be receiving. And, and that's huge. But what I did is that in, in each of my situations, I had to be fully confirmed that, yeah, it was time to go, not because of conditions or situations, but I did not put my resume, allow it to go anywhere where I did not feel I fit. Okay. And, and, and so the thing is, is that to, to shotgun your resume everywhere doesn't work because that, that shows a desperation. Well, that was Jim Grant. Looking forward to the full episode, which we will release here uh, in a couple weeks on a Monday. And uh, uh, thank you so much for uh, checking out So You Want to Be in Ministry. Don't forget to like, subscribe, do all the things. And I will see you next time. Don't keep running your race. Get to the finish line that God has put in front of you.